Hello, I'm Josh Whittacombe. And I'm Rob Beckett. Welcome to Lockdown Parenting Hell, the show in which Rob and I discuss what it's like to be a parent during lockdown, which I would say can be a little tricky. So, in an effort to make some kind of sense of the current situation... And to make me feel better about my increasingly terrible parenting skills... Each episode will be chatting to a famous parent about how well they're coping. Or hopefully not. And we will be hearing from you, the listener, with your tales of lockdown parenting woe. Because, let's be honest, none of us know what we're doing. Hello, and you are listening to Lockdown Parenting Hell with... Can you say... Rob Beckett. Rob Beckett. Can you say Josh Widdicombe? Josh Beckett. Sorry? Josh Widdicombe. Josh Widdicombe. Get away! <laughs> what the hell's going on there? <laughs> the kid tells her to go away at the end. And do you know what? Rightfully so. What? Because what? We've, we've had some kids do mm. much worse than that, and never has the parent gone, Sorry? Yeah. What did you say? That is totally unacceptable. Are we going to get like sued in years to come for some sort of like child labour where they were used in an entertainment format without any like <laughs> you know it was just sort of there was no pay, there was no no contract, no yeah. holiday pay. In about thirty years, there'll be a TV show called "It Was All Right in the Twenty Twenties," and there'll <laughs> be like comics go listening to our podcast going. Can you believe they got away with this? <laughs> it's ridiculous there because there are weird union things like acting unions are way more on it than comedian unions because I did fresh meat about 10 years ago in yeah. one scene and then occasionally I'll get like 70p holiday pay. Right. What's going on? Mate, I'm going to read you actually on that. <laughs> I'm going to read you my last statement. Yeah. My last um Your last statement sounds like you're about to end it all. This is my last statement. <laughs> I've had enough. I can't cope with time passing, whatever it was you said. Well, it was you know a lot what? bleaker in retrospect than at the moment. Yeah. Written down in an email, what you said last week, what was it? I can't handle the passing of time. Yeah, Off well, do you know what? Uh, my friend Charlie, Charlie Crosby, mm-hmm. um, Matthew Crosby, in fact, the, the person who began Crosby's Law on this yes. podcast, she's... Such an avid listener on Monday morning, on the on the morning of release. Tuesday morning. Tuesday morning. Got a text from her to say, she said, I can't cope with the passing of time either. Oh, that's good to know. Yeah, so it's good that I'm not alone. Yeah, no, exactly. And it's, you know, um, is, that, is that a bird in the background? Rob, you can't call them that these days. <laughs> um, it is it is a bird because I've got the window open. On that, Rob. Yeah, your statement. Go on. Holiday pay. I'm going to read you uh, my last statement. So we get we get a monthly statement of what we've what we've earned, don't we, from our agent? Yeah, pay slip, pay slip. I got uh, some royalties from the last leg. Oh, yeah. get you. So uh, for the court thir- fourth quarter of 2020, yeah, last leg series two royalties 12p. <laughs> last leg series three royalties 28p. Is it like the the equation worked out on jokes per episode that get in? <laughs> Last leg series six seven p. Well, what's that? What's that from? What? Do, what are the I don't know. Think how many people have been involved 
in that chain of that money getting to me. Do you know what I mean? Like, how much paperwork has gone into that 7p arriving in my account? Well, and also as well, like, who's rounding up and who's running down the 15% um, agent fee? I should have a word with the agent, I shouldn't I? I to the accountant on that. Are they rounding up or down? Are you half a p up or down on that? That's what I want to know. The worst thing about that 7p, Rob, is 3p of that's going to the tax man for a start. (laughs) Before you see any of the p. Before I see any of it, I'm down to 4p. Oh dear, you pay your expenses out of that. You're, you're looking at a pay of royalty, isn't it? <laughs> I got four oh. quid because fresh meat was repeated in Argentina. And all I could think was, imagine what Whitehall's getting out of this. <laughs> Jack Whitehall's got me looking at, what, a, what, a one-a, 100 quid on that? Yeah, 100 quid. He's got me, if I'm getting four quid, he's getting 100 quid at least, did he? Jack Whitehall. Yeah. Probably a better, better split than me for one episode. Um <laughs> Anyway, Josh, how are you? How's your week been? What's happening? We are. I'm fucking nervous, Rob. Sorry to swear. Pre- Sorry. We're slightly pre-recording this because the day this goes out, it's C-section day. So, um, how are you feeling? We're a few days away. Well, yeah. So this is we're recording this early. Yes. Uh, I'm nervous, actually, Rob. I am nervous. Well, yeah, it's it's horrible. It's a, a lack of control, isn't it? You can't. Nothing you can do, is there at all? There's nothing I can do, Rob. Shall I do some cliche reassurance? I'd love some cliche reassurance. Look, she'll be in the safest place possible. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's, you know, all the COVID cases are down, so hospitals aren't overwhelmed. She'll have the best care, and you just being there will be enough. I mean, last time, it was an emergency C-section. Oh, no. So she was 10 days late last time. Classic Rose. Classic Rose. <laughs> bloody hell, mate. <laughs> late for bloody everything. Too busy bloody doing her hair, I imagine. Am I right? Oh, I changing that. her outfit. Oh, I don't yeah, know about that. Sure. Is, that well, no? is that a bit sexist? Yeah, I was being ironic. Right? Oh, okay. So it just felt like you meant that. Yeah, I just thought this was the time to bring it up because she'll be listening to this podcast. I am putting this podcast on during the cesarean to, to yeah, calm her down. I, I think it'd be good just to keep it a bit of light relief. While she's having the seat, <laughs> exactly. We can all enjoy a laugh, yeah. can't we? Is that why you're sort of being quite unfunny, so she doesn't laugh too much when they're making the incision? <laughs> no, Rob. It's because um, because I'm, I'm only being paid seven p. So that's how much. <laughs> you know what I mean? If you ain't getting the p, you ain't getting the lols. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. I've always said that. That's been my business strategy. Um, so yes. um yeah, I'm very ner- no. So last time we went in, she was induced. And then had to have an emergency C-section at... Well, that's, um, a, that's not fun. For, for time of birth, 4.25 a.m. Oh, um, yeah. That's not one or the other, is it, 4.25? It's not no. morning, it's not night, is it? What is that supposed to... <laughs> it's just... Yeah, why would you be up at 4.25? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Holiday. It's the only reason. Early flight yeah. out that week. <laughs> exactly. And you'd, I, wouldn't have, I wouldn't have slept if I was up at that... If I had to get up at that time. Too much pressure. Nah, nah. You power on, have a kip on the plane, didn't you? Yeah, exactly. Um, so four twenty-five. I was born at five p.m. in the corridor of a hospital because I came too quick. Um, oh, wow. And uh, yeah, so I, I did. There was nowhere to put Still, me. Mate, people always say you're quick, Rob. And you even at birth, you were quick. Yeah, you were I ca- fast. I came too quick with a joke, and you know, in the bedroom. But that's something I've been working on, <laughs> mainly just sort of breathing <laughs> techniques and, and, and visualizing things. Think um, of Romesh, don't you? Just think. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I used to do, but that, that actually weirdly. <laughs> Had a different reaction, um, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I don't. I don't think of Romish. I don't think of no. anymore, and I can last for ages. Um, yeah. I don't know what I'm talking about. I've had three coffees. I feel a bit weird. Three coffees. So, this is about you. It's about you and Rose. Though. It's about you and Rose. This is the big, the so, big deal. So I am nervous, Rob. Yeah, I am nervous. I think there's nothing you can do now. You just try and um, 
just forget about it until it happens because mm. thinking about it will make you more stressed and just have a bag packed, get some food and drink for um, yeah. when, when Rosie's allowed food and drink. We've got, we've got a to-do list, Rob, between now and then. Well, top of the list. What's that? Have baby? Well, top of the list. Oh, is, be, it, between now and then. Sorry. Def, between now and then. Yeah, yeah. Have, the C-section. I was like, surely yeah. that's a pretty short list, isn't it? Just have baby. Have baby. Any more on that? Take, take a photo. Take John. Yeah. Last time we had a C-section, Rob, have you... I, I don't know if you've ever been in a C-section no, room. No, no, no. I try, I try and get in now and again, but they sort of don't like it, it, Do you know what, Rob? It is worth it. If you can get in and see one, it's a really, exactly. it's a really, it's a good, it's a good experience. <laughs> it's, a good, it's a good afternoon. It's an afternoon out, isn't it? And do you know what? You won't forget it. It's like Ascot. You wouldn't want to go again, but it's fun to get dressed up. <laughs> exactly. It's good to tick it off the bucket list, I've isn't it? put scrubs on. What I, like, I, really, I want to really wash my hands like I'm in casualty. <laughs> it really feels, I know this sounds weird, I was shocked by how much it feels like an operation, if you know yes, what I mean. Yes, yes. Well, it is, isn't it? Yeah, that's. I feel much better now. Thank you. <laughs> it's no different from having your appendix out. Yeah, yeah, that's all right. Appendix is fine. That's pretty normal, isn't it? Run of the mill. Yeah, well, I had my just... appendix out, Rob, and then I couldn't do celebrity tipping point. It was a really disappointing week. Oh, that. your appendix, you couldn't do celebrity tipping point? Yeah, absolute oh, heartbreak. Never mind. Yeah. Oh, You'll well. be, I'm sure you get asked back. Not so far. <laughs> No, I have been actually. I have been, but I was uh, I was isolating due to another TV show. I'll be honest oh, with you, Rob. You've had a the celebrity ticking point um, saga has been a real problem in my life. Well, I, you know, one day. I, I can't focus on Ben Shepherd on screen just because I can never know when he's doing his waistcoat with sleeves rolled up or full suit. He's got two vibes, hasn't he? <laughs> like this, I'm Ben Shepherd. I'm in with Kate Garraway on Good Morning Britain. I've gone full suit. Hold up, is that Chris Kamara and Ninja Warrior? Here we go. Let's roll those sleeves up. I look like. I'm the manager of Mumford and Sons. I'm pretty chilled. Yeah, I do news. I do COVID stuff, but roll these sleeves up. Let's climb up a fucking wall. I'm Ben Shepherd. Let's do light end. I love Ninja Warrior. It's great, isn't it? It's it is so great. good. I'd love to have a go if it wasn't televised. <laughs> Yeah, stag do great for a oh, stag. Imagine a stag do. Everyone pissed on Ninja Warrior. I'd love to go on to, uh, Total Wipeout as well, Rob. Yes, yes, I would. Um, at Argentina, that is a bit of a. Uh, that was a uh, Joe Swash did that, and he broke his shoulder, and his ass came out. <laughs> had to drag him <laughs> on shore. Sorry, don't know. I'm laughing. What are we talking it, about? They're, they're two separate incidents, aren't they? No, his ass came out of his shoulder because no, so he broken it. He broke his shoulder when he fell in the water or something like, or dislocated it. But and then they dragged him out. But as they dragged him out, all his trousers and pants oh, came down. God. His arm was too sore, and he couldn't move to pull his trousers up. He oh, just lay there. Oh my god, the indignity! Limp, holding his uh, shoulder, his knob and ass out. Oh my god, <laughs> poor old Swashy. Anyway, sorry. Let's get back. Let's get back to C-section. And but you've got your to-do list. What's on your to-do list between now and then? Uh, we've got to sort the nursery out. Okay, that's very generic. Sort it out, isn't it? Yeah, sort it out. Sort, um, sort it out. Sort the house out. It's been on my to-do list for seven years. Just going to sort the house out this week. Do you weekend. know what? We're going to finally sort the house out after all these years. I'm going to sort it. I'm going to just go through stuff and make space. Yeah, um, it's, it's quite a weird list because it's like, sort the house out, mm. buy some USB leads, and um, also choose a name. So there's different <laughs> levels of importance on that. Okay, yeah, sure. Uh, my big concern there is, isn't USB-C the future? Um, what's USB-C? Well, it's a little smaller USB cable. That's what's going to replace USBs. Is it? Yeah, so I don't need to go too heavy on the USB cables and then USB come out of nowhere. Oh, okay, all right. Oh, I'm glad you've told me. I'll tick that off my list. Don't forget the little Android ones as well for Kindle Fires. They're a nightmare. 
Um, yes. We're very lead heavy in our house. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like a news of the world editorial room floor. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking. I'm just. I'm just I enjoyed I, I, it. I enjoyed it. <laughs> it's just falling out. I've had. I've had too many coffees, but too late in the day. So the caffeine's there, but the brain isn't. Yeah. No, the, the energy's there, but I'm not committing to it. Yeah. Fair enough. What I mean, that's what's happening. Sorry, I'm talking too much. Carry on. No, it's, it's honestly, it's fine, Rob. Um, I've listened to a podcast. I enjoyed this, Rob. I'm gonna just. I'm just gonna say it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I listened to uh, an episode of the Hello Baby podcast that's hosted by um the woman that did our NCT class, oh, and it yeah. was about, all about having a second kid. And yeah. that actually, I found reassuring. Oh, that's did, good. Yeah, I would. I would recommend that to anyone. I Hello did enjoy baby. it. What episode was it? Uh, episode six. It was about having a second kid. It's, oh, okay. There was a lot about the first 10 minutes about what you should do during the pregnancy was slightly too late for me. Um, <laughs> but the rest of it made sense. The, the, the rest was very useful. I I do feel like a lot of it really is really about the first kid, isn't it? Yeah, managing the them. First. The second one, don't know what's going on. It's like an ornament no. that needs feeding, isn't it? Like yeah. in the first few weeks. But it's the first one that... Well, that's the problem. What I hate is when you get advice or listen to a podcast and you go, oh, yeah, that's what I should have done before I completely fucked my kid up in the head. <laughs> Brilliant. Now I know. Great. That's great, that is. Because before, ignorance was bliss. And I yeah. could just assume that I did it right. But, oh, no, that's what I did wrong. And that's why yeah. that one's mental. I'm just going to listen to a podcast about how to do well in Edinburgh, Rob. Yeah. And then... <laughs> Can I tell you about my trip to Ikea? Oh, lovely, please. You know, go. I've never been to Ikea, Rob. N- never? No. Yeah, but your house is it's nicknamed. No, no, no. We've got Ikea stuff, but we've all done it on mail order. And now I've never been. I feel like... Oh, how... Josh Widdicombe, observational comedian. How on earth have you not gone there? It's an absolute goldmine. I know, but I feel like I've gone there because I've seen so many comedians. The, the arrows, the meatballs, <laughs> the diagrams... <laughs> I think you could do an Ikea observational routine. That's quite a funny <laughs> angle when you go, look, I'm a special comedian, but I've never been Ikea, but I've heard enough about it. I'm going to give it a go. And then you can sort of gauge the audience's reaction. And then like, if you're getting it a bit wrong, they'll go, what? You're like, oh, no, not that then. Not that. That's quite fun, isn't it? I'd love, you to, I'd love to see you do that in a work in progress. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to start, I'm going to do a whole set of things I've never done. Do you know I've never had a Krispy Kreme donut? I don't think you're, I don't think you're enjoying life. I no wonder you you're worried about it passing. You've done fuck all with it. <laughs> You've had a Krispy Kreme and been on gear. Oh, my life. Come on. Why not? Why haven't you had a Krispy Kreme? They're outrageous. Do you know what? I just hadn't for a long time. And then I've been in many situations in the last few years where I could have had a Krispy Kreme donut. All right, show off. It's <laughs> right for some, isn't it? <laughs> you're just swimming through Krispy Kremes, night, you? Just frying them on the floor. But, Rob, yeah, and this says a lot about me as a, a weird person. Every time I've thought, I would like a Krispy Kreme donut. Yeah. But I I do enjoy telling people I've never had a Krispy Kreme donut. Really? More than I enjoy the Krispy Kreme donut itself. So I'm going to keep my record of never having had a Krispy Kreme donut. I think you're really overplaying how impressive that is as a fact. <laughs> <laughs> really? I it think just you might of, be right. I don't, I'm not like, oh my God, guys. Have you heard? I'm a bit like, oh, that's a shame, isn't it, for his tongue? <laughs> I don't think you can angle the sugar. I think you're too 90s British. You can't um, handle American flavours. Have you ever been Costco? Uh, no, I haven't been to Costco. Oh, Josh, we, you need to take, we, I'll need to take you golf, Costco, Ikea, and then for Krispy Kreme. What a day. 
It would take about. I think you need. A, I think you need a weekend for that. <laughs> you couldn't do that. Costco is a massive warehouse with all American food in it. Oh, and yeah. American things, and you have to be like self-employed to get membership. It's like a cash and oh, carry. Oh, it's like a cash and carry. It's like macro on steroids. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, IKEA, right? So, IKEA, as you know, even though you've never been there, it takes a long time, right? I went yep. with my wife Louise, the yep. three-year-old, and Tom Allen. Oh my word! Who's just moved? I think we can talk. He's just moved, as he's mentioned, he's moved out. He's got he's got a house now. Anyway, he's right? told me. Yeah, he's told you. He's told me. Anyway, well, I know it was in IKEA. So we need stuff for his house, right? Can I ask a question yeah. before you carry on? Which is, what does Tom Allen wear to an IKEA? He wore um, a, pair of, a pair of smart boots, smart jeans, a polo shirt, and a big knitted cardigan. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. he looked. Posh, but it was sort of not on stage posh. You know what I mean? That's sort of yeah. a bit like a Ralph Lauren advert for a middle-aged man on a yacht. Yeah. That kind of vibe. That's what it was. Can Tom Allen do jeans? He can, but they, they, they he wears them as a trouser. Right. They're very, okay. very smart jeans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're talking yeah, bright enough. blue, bright stitching, yeah. fitted, yeah. nice yeah. boot. And then I think it was a shirt or a polo shirt with a, a, a big thick cardigan. Yeah. Um, and then his coat. Anyway, so how long does it take to go around Ikea anyway? But a three-year-old, my wife oh, and Tom, oh we were in there for four hours. Four hours? I hope you had some of their famous meatballs. Oh, I didn't have any of their meatballs because there's no in- inside catering, is there? Of course there's not. Oh, my God, Rob. Four hours? Josh, we were in there so long, I saw an Ikea employee come in for their shift and then leave after their shift. <laughs> And then, so what did you buy? What did you want to... Did, were you there for specific or were you there for... Well, Tom Allen has moved into his place, but he's been working loads, so he had zero in his house. So he needed everything. But anyway, we went out and got... We needed some oh, sofas and stuff like that. So we needed just some stuff in his house. So he sort of got a lot of cheap stuff to tide him over type thing. Of yeah. like, just, to, you know, and so he, he had a look at sofas, which he's going to order online. If you buy sofa, Rob... Yeah. When I bought a sofa, <laughs> yeah. I didn't know it takes six weeks. Exactly. Minimum. Minimum. Those are the longest six weeks of your life. I know. So we went and then he's found what he likes and he's managed to get some there and we managed to order some. So he's getting it delivered. And then he, Lou's going with him and I'm having the kids to home sense next week because I had to tap out. I couldn't do another another go of it. Um, but um, yeah, so that was... and the, But the three-year-old was so well behaved. Obviously, really? I spend about we. I, I spent a lot of time in the toy section and getting our yeah. teddies and stuff. Oh, is there a toy section? Is there? Yeah, yeah. Oh, mate, it's. I can't believe you've never been. This is outrageous. Um, but there was one purchase which I think I, t- I. I've got to the point now where I don't even argue with Lou about IKEA things. Yeah. So she wants something a snack station, right? Which is snack like a little station. trolley on wheels. I'm going to send it to you. So we've got a snack yeah. drawer in our kitchen. Yeah, that is a drawer, but it's a second level up drawer just below the worktop. So all the kids, the girls. Literally open it and lean on it to look in it, and it's going to snap. I can just, I right. can sense the snap draw. <laughs> oh, here, 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 here he is. is. Here he bloody here. is. He don't mess about, does he? No. The snap. So they're obviously going to break it because that's what kids do. They lean on stuff. You tell them not to until it breaks, right? So I, I've been saying to them, we need to change that. So let's just put it in a box or a, or a cupboard that's on the low level, so that they open the cupboard and they don't yeah. snap the drawer. Yeah. So she wants a snack station with this little trolley. Send me on. this picture. There's there absolutely go. no need. 
So is this your snack drawer? Right, or so, is this is this a, a, a example of one? So this is our snack drawer at the moment, yeah. But what Lou's plan is to put in it all the health fruit shoots need to go in place of water, or, or they're yeah. but they're just left over from a pie. So she put them in there. Yeah. But the, what she wants to put in there is all healthy snacks that they can help themselves to whenever they're hungry. Which oh, I still don't yeah. think they should be in charge of this. There's limitless... a lot of. Do you know what? Yeah. And we 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 fall back on these a lot, Rob. Raisins. There's a lot of oat cakes in there. Well, yeah, there's a lot of oat cakes, but there's a lot. But raisins we, are sugar. They're, they're nature's sugar plums. Yeah, <laughs> raisins are a way for me to give my daughter sweets, but feel okay about yeah. it. Yeah, either way, and I do it regularly. I don't think they should just have unlimited access to a buffet cart at the age of three. No, they should still be asking. It does look like you're going through first class on a train, saying, <laughs> "Choose what you want." Yeah, exactly. So, but but. I, I mean, anyway, it's obviously going to break. The girls are going to find out that it moves. They're going to jump on it. There's going to be food everywhere. And then we're just going to find crushed up biscuits everywhere where they've helped themselves. But And how much use are you getting out of the wheels? Well, I don't know. I don't know why you'd need to wheel it. Yeah. I, I've got no idea. But I'm totally against this purchase, but we've got it and it's in the house. Yeah. And Lou knows when a purchase is probably not really needed, but she wants something to buy. Yeah. As soon as you we get home. can't go to Ikea for four hours and come home empty-handed. As soon as we got home, she immediately put it up almost to prove a point. I was going to ask whether you put it up, Rob. No, I didn't. She did it herself because, one, she is better than me. Because the diagrams in those bloody Ikea things. <laughs> oh, here we go. So, so bloody yourself, confusing. Get, get ready, guys. Strap in for an obo. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I I don't even know what a bloody uh, different type of... I don't really... I, I'm strapping there. <laughs> different length screws. Something about different length of screws. Yeah, I, I don't know. If don't... I wanted a long screw, I'd bloody well... Uh, something about sex. <laughs> See, the thing is, it takes a long time to get those slick routines together. <laughs> it does. We're it rusty. Does. The circuit's shut. It doesn't come straight away. We may look, it may look effortless sometimes, <laughs> but it took a long time to get there. That'll be good by the tour, though. Uh, so look. <laughs> as well as your Fatma Whitbread stuff, I've basically My written. Whitbread stuff, we're away. Um, how, so that, Rob, yeah. can I ask you some questions about IKEA? Yep. Four hours. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what what four hours of the day was it? Um, got there about 10 a.m., 10 till oh. 2, over did, lunchtime. Did you go for a lovely lunch afterwards? No, because you can't. Everything's locked. Everything's outside. So we went back to Tom's garden and sat in his garden and had oh, ordered some food. But it, it was, by the end of it, me and Lou were snappy where... I wanted to go to the toilet with, and the, the three old needs to go to the toilet. But because of all the one way systems, they try, try and force you to go to the toilet about a mile away. Oh, and then gosh. I started walking to the one that was nearest. And Lou was like, You can't because of the one way system. And oh, I was like, God. At that point, I was a pandemic guy. I was like, I'm going to this fucking toilet. <laughs> I don't care what happens with COVID. I'm not letting a free roll piss on me because the area manager from Croydon's decided that we've all got to go this way around a fucking shop to not get COVID. Do you know what I mean? Even yeah. though we've been arsehole to nose the whole way around the you so and then we had a then we had a bottle of water and we all calmed down and it was fine um should we do some emails and uh instagrams yeah i've got some stuff here mate to, to be honest with you rob yeah i'm so stressed i haven't really looked okay well let me take control of this mate you've got your c-section well rose's c-section to worry about here we go yeah it'd is... be awful if i had a c-section <laughs> calorie underscore counting underscore kaz underscore 2021 Catchy. Oh, she got in early. Yeah, she did. <laughs> she got in early on Instagram, didn't she? Got one. She early got, adopter. She got the name she wanted, didn't she? <laughs> Kaz, nothing gets past Kaz. Too busy counting calories to get on Instagram. Bloody uh, Mark Zuckerberg over it. <laughs> 
Okay. Oh. <laughs> I'm so trying to think of. Everyone, oh. chuck her a follow. We don't need to repeat the name. You all remember it. That catchy. Get on brand, mate. <laughs> um, here we go. So, hi, loving the podcast. Just listening to today's and had to message after hearing Josh suggest swapping sides of the bed might be a good thing because your cot doesn't fit on Rose's side of the bed, but it's likely yeah. she'll be dealing with the baby more in the night uh, with feeding yeah. and stuff. Um, it's absolutely, it absolutely won't be a good thing. I have tried swapping places with my husband before and it just did not work. I couldn't sleep. He couldn't sleep. All our normal comfy sleeping positions were just not comfy anymore. We didn't even last a full night. We had to swap back. So don't do it. <laughs> wow. Oh, some real strong words there from calorie yeah. underscore counting underscore Kaz underscore 2021. She's yeah. not a fan. I, I think no. it's a bad idea to be honest. Yeah, I don't. I Rose is dead against it. She won't mm. even entertain it. Well, I've got this one from Martin. Um, my wife is currently... He really got in quick on Instagram. Fucking Martin. Axe Martin. <laughs> Jesus. All right, Mark. Fuming he didn't get just the M. Um, my, my wife is currently pregnant. We have been together seven years and she has always randomly swapped what side of the bed she sleeps on with no concern. What? what? She just whatever side she fancies she goes on. That is phenomenal. What, imagine living with a free spirit oh, like oh. that. God, it must be a nightmare. Um, yeah, she just decides on the night. It was exciting at first, but a bit of a wind up now. Martin is not happy with her. It's exciting at first. <laughs> How exciting that, was it? That honeymoon period of the relationship when, when you oh. think that it's adorable that she'll sleep. I mean, I wonder whether she swaps ends as well. I think that's too personal a question. She's seven months pregnant, Josh. Give her a chance. <laughs> okay, so... Uh, <laughs> Hi, guys. Firstly, your podcast has helped me stay sane throughout my maternity leave and has got me through many a night of cheeky one-ear podcast listening whilst cuddling the wee man to sleep, so thank you. I want to share my things that wouldn't normally make me cry but did during lockdown. A few days before before the first lockdown last March, when everything felt weird and doomsday, I saw a cow standing in a field on my way to work. And I cried because I thought, thank God that wee cow has no idea about this shit show that's unfolding right now. <laughs> oh, wow. The cows have lived through their own things. You know, mad cow disease. Yeah. Do you know what I mean, they've had their own problems. Exactly, yeah, mad cow disease. Well, um, they probably looked at you and thought that love that. Yeah, that do you woman. remember all those cows had to wear masks and socially distance <laughs> exactly. for a good year, didn't they? <laughs> Couldn't go and watch the football. Couldn't have a beer. <laughs> Actually, quite happily eating and drinking outside, though, so that didn't bother him. Um, I also cried listening to the Spice Girls wannabe when they sing the line, friendship never ends. Oh, wow. It's safe to say the pandemic has made me an emotional wreck. Um, Wow. But it's been a very... I do think... I think this is quite important as well, that, like, when everyone's feeling a bit on edge and a bit stressed, like, just because stuff's opening now and essentially, oh, yeah, we're all getting back to normal, we have all been through quite a ordeal it, it was it's, yeah. i think there might be slight ptsd for some people more than others but everyone yeah. is allowed to feel a bit nervous and awkward about all this stuff opening because we've been through quite a lot that we won't really process yet because you don't during it so it's years later so if you are not feeling the best you've ever felt just because stuff's reopening that's fine you're allowed to still yeah. feel a bit fed up even though pubs are open maybe a holiday and all that you know it's still all quite stressful and scary so don't you know too harsh on yourself i went for a drink a socially distanced outside drink yeah. outside the pub last night mm-hmm. and and i'm slightly worried about this with work coming back yeah but like i felt like quite anxious and almost guilty 
to leave the house in the evening. Do you know what I mean? I felt like a kind of, I don't know. It, 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 when you saying that, it's made yeah. me go. You were yeah, meeting another did. woman though. <laughs> yeah. <I> think... <laughs> you thought that might be the problem? Well, you know. It was exciting at first, but no. It was exciting at first, no, but then guilty she came and sad. <laughs> <laughs> No, I know what you mean, and it is quite stressful now as well. Like You have to book a table. You've got to sit here. You've got to sit there and going out. And I think as well, though, we were out all the time uh, doing our jobs. But I think I think you, you won't realise it, but you just well, one step. Each day it'll get easier. And like I remember because when Lou was shielding, she was quite anxious and a bit overwhelmed going back into like a big supermarket. But now she's yeah. fine. But it's that, and it's that kind of thing. I don't. I mentioned it last week, but you can't worry about that. Worry about today, and then and then yeah. you'll slowly get better as it as time goes on. But it's fine to feel a bit stressed about it. I think totally. And what is amazing is what you suddenly appreciate as well. So we went to Westfield two weeks ago. Yeah, and I just had the time of my life. Rob, <laughs> really? We went to Arquette. To buy some children's clothing, Arquette. Oh, yeah, that's nice, Arquette. It's not nice, Arquette, isn't it? Yeah. And they are between seasons, so the children's uh, clothes are on sale. Fair enough. Uh, So I was delighted at that. Uh, She hardly worn any of them, but there we go. Um, (laughs) Went to Arquette, went and bought her a book in the bookshop, and we went to some other shop that I can't remember, John Lewis. And then then we had Pasta sitting in the car, in the car park, (laughs) and genuinely... I felt like I was on holiday, Rob. <laughs> I know it doesn't take a lot, does it? It doesn't take a lot, does it? Are you, have you have you gone out on a big piss up yet? Well, I got quite pissed last. So last night, Rob. Last night, yep. Eight p.m. table, great. It rained for the first hour, yeah. And I'd say <laughs> the atmosphere was similar to you know when you're at a festival and it's raining and all you're doing is looking at the sky, trying to work out how much longer it's going to rain. Yes, yep. and just trying to see it through, uh, but. We had pizza and uh, beer. Legend. Yeah. Legends. All right, excuse me, are you straight? Yeah, I think you are. <laughs> Absolutely straight. I think there's a couple of straight honkies gone for a bit of dinner Let's and drinks. Let's put it this way, Rob. Tom Allen was not invited. <laughs> couple of straighties out on the beer and pizza. <laughs> so didn't, didn't share. All your three, own portions. Three of us, Rob. Three, three of us. Oh. Three bloody lads. Three lads. Talking about football. Out on the smash fest. Moretti in one hand. Tinder in other. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> um, could see the rain splashing up off our pizzas, which was a low one. <laughs> Sorry, that got me. <laughs> oh, it's so bleak. Oh, it's so bleak. <laughs> so the first hour was hard, and then did it get better? Yeah. Uh, so they're closing at 10. Yeah. They called last orders at 10 past nine. 10 past nine? What? 50-minute last orders. Yep. So they were closing. It wasn't that they were closing at night. I thought, oh, well, they have to be closing at 9.30. No, no. Closing at 10. So I had to, have, had to do a double parked second. I had to do, can we have a round of six beers, oh, please, for that, the final round? That felt good. I bet that felt good. It did feel good, Rob. Was you not tempted to go for three, down one immediately, and then have the other two? Well, I well, I was already kind of half parked as it was. So I, I was looking at two and a half pints. Yeah, fair enough. I am drinking faster than I used to. This pandemic, I'm blaming. Yeah, I, I, think, I think so. I think we, you know. And can I just say, I'm sure someone said this before. <laughs> I'm sure this has been said by a better comedian than me. But fucking hell. Those heaters outside a pub are not a solution. <laughs> I don't think your body being cold and your head being too hot <laughs> is what you need. <laughs> it's like it's like trying to grill a lasagna. <laughs> 
It looks like it's doing something, but it's doing nothing underneath. Exactly. It's exactly like that. The trick to outside drinking is long johns. Yeah. Long johns and a warm shoe. Yeah. That's all you want. Because what I end up having, Rob, is like, I'll go to the toilet, I'll look in the mirror, and I'm like, why have I got one red cheek? So how many drinks did you have when you were under the heater? Four. Four pints, right? I've just got a message from Michael, the producer, who you was out with. Is that right? Yeah. Um, It's you being sick in the sink. Yeah, well, we did come home and drank in my garden. Oh, so you had some more. What did you have in the garden? Red wine. How much? Probably three bottles between three of us. So you've had four pints and a bottle of wine and you've been sick in the sink. Also as well, like, you look really pathetic the way you've been sick in this sink. Your legs are rigid. (laughs) Your legs are completely rigid and you're just bending from the waist. Do you know the worst thing about this, Rob? Yep. This wasn't a social event. (laughs) It was a planning meeting for my other podcast. It was, we were planning our, our, what we were going to do for the Euros on the other. So basically, I was. I think, that, I think a, that's what you're going to do, isn't it? Get pissed for the Euros. <laughs> also, what can you do about the Euros? It's in the 90s football. Well, exactly, Rob. That's the problem. <laughs> I'll be honest with you, yeah. Rob. When everyone said they were going to stop liking current football due to the European Super League, I thought, I'm going to fucking clean up here. Beautiful kitchen. Your house is so amazing. Oh, thank you, Rob. How does it so nice? My house always looks like it's just been burgled. I'll be honest with you, Rob. Out of shot. Do you know what we have done? What's that? When our daughter was at nursery, we got rid of, Mm. I'd say, 70% of the toys that are in the kitchen. And it's been a complete game changer. Really? So where where are all our toys then? A little place called Oxfam. Also, I think as well, we are moving away from having toys in the front room and kitchen now to like, if you want to play that toy, you can play in your bedroom. Bring it something, bring it down oh. from your room. No, you don't yeah. have to be exiled up there, like frozen, but you can bring a toy down, but it's, it lives in your bedroom. Because the front room, I spent half an hour tidying oh, the front room. When it gets to summer, the gardens, oh, fuck, it's, it's like a boot oh, sale. Mate, toys in the garden can absolutely do one. T- Teddy's in the garden, it starts to rain. Oh my God, it's a oh, supermarket sweep. Trying to save Simba from a downpour. It's a joke. Um, um, now, Rob. Yes. Um, uh, do you know what? We'll save it for next time. I was going to say, yeah. uh, and it's not like we're ever going to need content in the next three months because I'm going to be honest with you. I, I think I'm going to have some pretty long grumbles. But um, at some point, we do need to discuss you telling me how to promote my book because I am very, oh, very book. bad at self-promotion. Because yes. you're very good at self-promotion, you aren't you? You just have to have no shame. What, Tom Allen's book? <laughs> yeah, just have his book. Just put your cover on it and it'll go, quite a good book. It's, it's so you know, really well. I do think you just have to don't be be unapologetic. You don't have to be arrogant about it, but just keep telling people about it and just be proud of it as you are. It's a really funny book. You've worked really hard on it and you're proud and you want people to read it because you think they'll have a good time. There's nothing there wrong with go. that. There's nothing there wrong with go. that, Josh. No, there's nothing wrong You've with that. You've worked hard on something. You think, think people will really enjoy it. You're not taking it to an old people's home and just, you know, going, here they are, 50 quid each. I think you should buy it like you're doing them for double glazing. You know what I mean? You're speaking to people you've provided free content for for a year and said, I've got a book here I think you might like. Give it a go. And you don't even have to read it. Just buy it to get the publishers off our back. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Get the publishers off our back. They're they're very laid back in the publishing industry, Rob. They're very laid back in the publishing industry. It's very chilled, isn't it? You're like, I don't think I'm going to make that deadline. They're like, yeah, yeah, fine. And you're like, bloody hell, mate, you need to work in TV. They're fucking (laughs) edgy as hell. 
Well, I think it's because if you work in TV, Last Leg, one of the most successful brands on telly of the last sort of 20 years, is getting 7p per royalties. Imagine a publisher <laughs> that knocked out the Bible. What do you do? I do the Bible. Also, as well, my kids are obsessed with saying poo-poo, wee-wee, bum-bum yeah. and bit-bits. Yeah, and I don't know what to do. huge in this house. I think it's fine, isn't it? They've just, they're just into it. Yeah, but my three-year-old keeps getting her ass out and shouting bum-bum. <laughs> When do they stop doing that? Well, I don't know. If, if we base it on her mother, uh, the last Hindu she was on, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Malia, 2014. <laughs> the other day, we were... So what I do with um, my daughter during bedtime, one of the many distractions, yeah. is she'll stand on the radiator and look out of the... It's a a first floor window. Yeah. So she's kind of framed by the window, and I'll hold her up there, right? The radiator's off, obviously, because it's summer. Um, I'm not, like, torturing her. (laughs) Um, But the other day, she was stark naked, and I was thinking, this must look very bizarre. There's just a completely naked person just stood, absentmindedly trying to spot a bus (laughs) in the window. Yeah, I think put some knickers on her, mate. Well, she doesn't give a shit, mate. Even Michael Jackson had a, his kid dressed when he hung her out the window. I'm not hanging her out the window, just to be very clear. <laughs> well, it's a bit cold out here, Dad. <laughs> the window is closed. Bit breezy. Oh, yeah, <laughs> bit breezy. Bit breezy. Um, so have you got any more emails? Um, here we go. Hi, Robin Josh. Loving the podcast. Listening, listening from New Zealand. I'm 44-year-old yes, mum of four kids, aged 22, 20, 16, and 14. The stories bring back lots of memories when my kids were small. I thought I'd tell you a more recent story so you can feel better about yes. your parenting. In 2019, I travelled to the UK to see my family and friends with my ex-husband and two youngest children. Towards the end of the visit, we went to see some friends in Wiltshire before heading to see my uncle in Devon. I've known these friends. I love it when people come from like countries that are like, I know New Zealand's smaller, but like when they travel far, they'll just like jump in the car for six hours. But in this country, yeah. like, fuck off. Going to yeah. see a completely beautiful place. Four hours away, leave it out. I'll just go to my local. <laughs> Anyways, I'm not, I'm not going through the Blackwall Tunnel. That'll take me half an hour. Not this time of night. I don't care how big the gorge is in cheddar. <laughs> not driving that far for a fucking cheese. Anyway, so towards the end of the visit, I went to see some friends in Wiltshire before heading to my uncle in Devon. I have known these friends since we were babies and may have got a little overexcited. We have had a few drinks and ended up staying up until 2am. The next morning, we were due to leave mid-morning. I woke up feeling very average. I hoped a shower might fix it, but I started to feel worse. I vomited, hoping that was it. Unless I was wrong. I then vomited outside my friend's house and their dogs licked it up. Oh, my God. My ex decided we should go to Avebury. That's a classic tourist idea, isn't it? You're hungover. Let's go to fucking Avebury. Anyway, after a windy five-kilometre drive, I jumped out of the car and discreetly vomited in the car park by covering my face with my hand. I waited, lying down in the back of the car, for my family to walk around Avebury. (laughs) She's completely tapped out the walk. She's lying in the back of the car. Oh, my God. Then started the mammoth three-hour drive to Devon. The long, straight roads of the motorway with the window down should have eased my churning stomach. Unfortunately, only another 20 minutes into our drive, I started to feel very unwell again. Oh, my God. (laughs) My husband was driving in the outside lane. I had two options. Tell him I was going to be sick and pull over. I knew this option would make him angry to discreetly vomit out the window. I chose option two. Oh, no. (sighs) As I vomited out of the window at 70 miles an hour, oh, my no. 15-year-old oh, no. son Anyone? started oh, no. screaming. His window was open, and now my watery bar had covered him. Oh, my God. Oh. 
Needless to say, my husband wasn't happy with option two and neither were my kids. Definitely oh, not my, my finest parenting moment, but sadly, probably not my worst. Thank you, Ra Rochelle. Rochelle, Oh my God, wow. imagine that stage when your kids can actively judge you like that. When they just go, mum, you've drunk too much. This is pathetic. Yeah, my daughter, when I, um, I got drunk, uh, we had some friends around maybe a month ago in the garden, socially distanced, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> That's what annoys, that's what annoys me, right? Before we do this, about that that thing of like safety. Like I saw, I, my, one of my biggest annoyances is someone when they've got a kid that's about two or three that run is running about in a car park and they're not watching them properly when they're getting stuff out of the car and the kids running around the car park. Yeah. So I'm like, oh my god, just get that kid, get all the stuff out before you get the kid out. I saw this kid literally weaving in between traffic, right, wearing a fucking face mask, and I'm like. If you're that worried about your kid's safety, how about you keep your fucking eyes on it in a car park, you see? Like, a car park is a terrifying place oh, to have a child. But, but put a mask on the kid in an outside car park when they're three, right? I'm not anti-mask, but no. I'd say stopping your kid getting run over in a car park is probably higher on the list than a fucking <laughs> bit of COVID. <laughs> That's my head in. Sorry, Josh. Sorry. You're, 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 you right. was in the garden, socially distanced. Yeah, so we all got a bit pissed, right? Yeah. A couple of days later, my daughter, who's three, says, Daddy, you drink too much beer when your friends are here. <laughs> and I thought, there's no way she's come to that conclusion herself. That's been planted by my wife, hasn't it? <laughs> she's had a word. She's had a word. There's no way my daughter's gone. Do you know what? <laughs> These guys should at least, they should have yeah. they should have a water between each alcoholic drink yeah. to or pace get, themselves. Get off the Stella, Dad. Have a four percenter. Break it up. <laughs> Come on. So I think that was planted by my wife, but we'll see. We'll find she will out, listen yeah. to this. But she's got a plan C section, so let 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 leave it for the moment. Bring it leave up. Leave it for the moment. Later. Well, yeah. we come to the last episode before that, Rob. Yes. The end of it. Um small business shout outs. Yes, let's do it. Hi there, Rob and Josh. Please let me start. I'm a massive fan of you both and find you absolutely excellent, and I'm a strong follower and giggler. Less of the fucking ass licking. We're going to say the shout out anyway. Don't need to do that. <laughs> um, secondly, I'm currently pregnant with my third baby, and your podcast got me through lockdowns and travelling to work. Thirdly, please can give my business some love and give me a shout out. I run a business called Mummy Massage. I specialise in pregnancy, postnatal and Swedish massage across Farnborough, Chislers, Bromley, Beckenham and Bexley Heath. Probably further afield as well, but southeast and Kent. I also have a downloadable baby massage course online for caregivers to access and purchase. This is Alex Mummy Massage. Mummy Massage uk.co.uk or facebook it's mummy massage and instagram it's mummy massage so um if Very you are yeah if good. you want a massage go and speak to mummy massage um and that's alex it'd be funny if that was like, i specialize in pregnant women's massages my name's ian from telford <laughs> 53 but that's alex hey rob and josh firstly we're all super mega fans of the podcast um so a huge thank you secondly we've launched a business it's called that works for me. We launched it just over a year ago, uh, six weeks before COVID ruined our lives. Something like 75% of women drop or change their careers after having children because businesses aren't able to flex around family life. And we think that's shit. Particularly as all these women have spent all their pre-children lives establishing brilliant careers. Our website connects all these amazing parents and carers with growing businesses that need help, but not on a full-time basis. The business gets someone brilliant and the children get to see their parents. A win-win for everyone. Uh, our website is thatworksforme.co.uk. takes a minute to sign up, 
then they can start looking for flexible work. Or if you run a business of your own and you need some expert help, then think of us first. We're super affordable and our talented members are bloody brilliant. From Jess, Nick, Jem, Charlotte, Roxy and the two Emilys. That is a great idea, Rob. Yes, it is. Because it is very difficult. For for instance, TV Mm -hmm. is a very difficult industry for women who've just had children to go back into because it's so... The hours are so long and it's kind of not very flexible. So I think that is a great idea. That works for me.co.uk. Give it a ch- check it out. And Mummy Massage, right? That's our small business shout outs. Um, Josh, good luck. And let's speak Thank on you, uh, Friday. Um, and uh, that, that'll be pre-recorded as well, won't it? We're pre-recording that. And then we should have the first baby update um, next <gasps> Tuesday. And in real life, Rob, we're going for my final drink tomorrow night. Yes, we're having a business meetup, aren't we, Josh? Yes, but it is outside. It is outside. Distance, social distance, social distance. Yeah, all that. Although, oh, because yeah. it's a business meetup, we could do it inside, although we wouldn't be able to consume any alcohol. Oh, is that the rule? I don't know. Okay. Um, just... But yeah, business. But well, I don't know what we're going to talk about. Um, merch. Maybe some merch. Maybe some merch. Oh, would you buy some merch? What would you want in the merch? That'd be good. What merch would you want? I think we need to get sort of... Baby grows with something on. Yeah. Any quotes from the show that you would buy on a mug? I think... um... Keep it simple, babe. (laughs) (laughs) Right, see you next week. See you later. Friday, Friday, see you on Friday. Friday. Oh, my word. (laughs) 